Hey, thank you for listening to Yes Another Podcast. I'm Carlos, and as always, you can email us at yesanotherpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on social media, on Twitter at yesanotherpod, and on Instagram, yesanotherpodcast. Join us tonight is Darius. What up, what up? Hey, what's going on? Not much, bro. How you doing? Oh, hanging in there, hanging in there, you know? As we uh, all are. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're currently recording while the NFL uh, schedule release show is going on. Uh, we will not be talking about it. I already saw like the Falcon schedule. Um, so, hey, let's just hope that we're allowed to go to games. Man, look, <laughs> hey, look, let's just hope we get actually some work games again. How about that? <laughs> That'd be great. So. <laughs> You know, uh, so we'll see. You know, we'll talk about that on the, maybe another time. My man Breaker, what's going hey, on? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? You good? You good, fam? Yeah, man. You know, hanging in there. All right, all right. Ah, well, we're we're still on the quarantine. Uh, previously, uh, there's some states that have opened up their towns. I think I saw Georgia, Georgia. We'll get to Georgia in a second here. So not only did Georgia open up business and all that this past weekend, I already seen like a whole bunch of fights, arrests, you know, the the COVID-19 um, cases have gone up by a lot since they opened up this, uh, the state last week. Uh, you know, and in the midst of all this craziness, Two people just had to start acting foolish out there and gun down another unarmed black man. Mm. I'm talking, and I'm talking about uh, Ahmad Arbery. Um, in case you don't know, which I don't know how you don't know at this point, because it's all over social media, all over the news. Uh, Ahmad Arbery of Brunswick, Georgia, which I'm not entirely sure where where that at. I just know it's not. That's not that. It's not in the outskirts of Atlanta. It's somewhere. Over there, <laughs> so over there in Georgia, you know. So um, I saw the I heard this about the story like last week, maybe. I saw people started tweeting about it, but I didn't know too much about it um, until I think I feel like maybe yesterday the video came out, and I saw people saying they didn't want to retweet it, or whatever. So I looked it up on Twitter, and uh, I was I I didn't know what to say. I really don't know what to say. Yeah, it's very graphic, you know. Uh, I mean, and then, like you said, to, to go back, I mean, it's like uh, here we are still dealing with the same bullshit. Here we are, you know, the same. In the middle of a pandemic. Again. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and it's wild. I mean, but it just goes to show, like, that's just how it had. You know, his father taught him that. He taught his son that. And, you know, like how many more of them are I, I, like that are out there? You know, that's 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 the scary uh, thing to me. You know, uh, I'm surprised, you know, that, you know, after the video surface and people finding out about it, especially that that lives local in the area, somebody just didn't run up on their house and start airing that thing out because, you know, I I think I would have been motivated to, you know. Um, So apparently from what my understanding is, is that these two guys, which apparently... um, I don't have the names on me. Um, uh, 
it is George McMichael and his son Travis McMichael. Yeah, I think George McMichael uh, was a former cop. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, I said George. I mean Gregory. I yeah, yeah, yeah. and, okay, and assume George. <laughs> <laughs> Gregory McMichael um, and Travis McMichael. Uh, apparently, they saw, um, saw Mr. Aubrey jogging and assumed that he was a suspect for something. I'm not sure how, mm-hmm. why, but they felt the need to do a citizen's arrest which somehow resulted in a shotgun and a pickup truck. And the video, uh, so what, what I heard about it the first time around, I heard the local uh, court in Brunswick said um, they're not going to go, they're not going to push the, um, the case any further because it fell under some weird law of like, you know, citizens arrest. And so they weren't going to do anything with it. Which made which was very odd to uh, hear it from the get go, but I'm not surprised because that's how some of these towns and stuff do when it's like an unarmed black guy. Well, that's what I mean. That's that's how come but, you know I, I had to say what I said. You know, I mean, it's just gonna come a point in time where people are just not gonna be sitting back waiting for the damn justice system and start taking matters into their own hands. And can you blame them? Not really. You know, you get tired and fed up of the shit. Um, and so, so I was, I was like, okay, that's weird. That's messed up, but it's not surprising. It's Georgia, and it's like, I was hearing some of the story, like, all right, this, this doesn't sound out of the ordinary, unfortunately. Um, and this is not Atlanta. This is like Brunswick, Georgia. And so, um, it wasn't until I saw the video, and I was like, geez, this is, that was hard to watch. That was really hard and unsettling to watch. Because uh, it just was. It was. And so now that the video is out, now they got prosecutors trying to push it to a grand jury and stuff. And so it's, it's obviously trending the last couple of days on Twitter because the video has been surfacing. And now uh, that just broke not too long ago, uh, arrest been made for Gregory McMichael and Travis McMichael for the murder of Ahmad Arbery. So that just hit the news. Which is yeah, which is relieving because that's what the a lot of the fuss has been about was they're basically they weren't going after them, um, they weren't going after the suspects for the murder charges and yeah, like you said right before we came on here, luckily that news broke. And that's only and that's only because all the videos and shit that started to surface. Which which is sad. It's sad when it has to come to that when it when it comes to that kind of evidence leaks over the internet and everybody sees it and basically everybody's seeing it puts the pressure on the justice system yep but it's sad that it has to come to that it's sad that the pressure needs to be applied to the justice system like that rather than things working out how it should initially it's crazy but yeah sad to see you know again a young dude he's only 25 just casually jogging through a neighborhood that he regularly does this is just this the, the one this one day you know, uh, the McMichaels decide to pick a fight. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's trouble because you know um, when I go down to Georgia, like or when I used to go down there every summer, I haven't been down in Georgia in a minute. Uh, I wouldn't always be in Atlanta. I'd be down in Columbus, Georgia, which is south of Atlanta, about an hour and a half south, uh, on the border of like 
like the board, the Alabama borderline is a uh, state line is like maybe 10, 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes away from where I would stay near Fort Benning. Mm-hmm. So in the mornings, not every morning, but sometime in the morning, I'll wake up and uh, go for a little run, you know, running my neighborhood. My, the neighborhood my uncle uh, stays in is it's, um, predominantly black neighborhood. Um, Shout out to Fort Benning. That's where I was born. Oh, word. oh man, I didn't even know that. <laughs> Yeah, my my pops was stationed in the military at the time. Yeah, yeah my down in Atlanta. Yep. Yeah, my 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 uncle was down there too for you know for a long time. Still, there, is down there. Uh, retired, but like you know, still based right outside of, of the base. But when I would go running over there, um, I never thought about someone gunning me down. Now, I'm not sure if I would do the same thing on the other side of Columbus because, um, unfortunately, in a lot of towns, just like just like any town is like usually there's like a black side of town and then a white side of town um and so i wouldn't i'm not sure if i would have been as comfortable running on that side of the town uh so it, I'm, there's no way i was going to do that anyway so that's like freaking like 12 miles and i'm not no distant runner so the fact that this guy would just do his like casually jogging which anyone do, everybody does and gets like harassed and ultimately killed. Uh, it's very unsettling, very unsettling. So uh, we'll see what uh, the outcome will be of this case uh, when it happens. Uh, will they get found guilty, or will it somehow get like some type of lesser charge or something to that extent? Which, with the justice system, when it comes to these type of cases, it, a lot of times it don't favor the victim. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I did see that uh, Taylor Swift made a comment about um, the whole incident um, where she was like disgusted. Um, did any, did any of y'all have that by chance? I did. Yeah. I saw uh, um, let's see. Okay. It, it doesn't doesn't seem like you're very happy. About no, no, I'm, no. I'm fine. No, I'm fine with her. No, I had no problem with her comment. Is the comment under it that I was irritated with? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I was. I was concerned. I was like, "Wait a minute. Why? Why are you mad?" No. 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 I was. I was fine with her. <laughs> I was fine with her comment. Um. Let's see. If I can pull it up real quick. Yeah. Thanks uh, whoever commented on it was was saying something like almost yeah. like yeah you don't want to uh upset like pretty much. I got it. No, I got it real quick. So Taylor Swift says, I'm absolutely devastated and horrified by the senseless, cold-blooded, racially motivated killing of Ahmad Arbery. Hashtag justice for Ahmad. So this lady, uh, Linda Moeller, responds to Taylor. Wait until the police camera footage comes out. Mm-hmm. Then, with all caps, then make your decision. Remember, Miss Swift, they protect you when you need them. Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, wait, what police footage? There is no police footage. What are you talking about? In the footage that we see, the footage that is from someone recording it, someone must have seen, like, seen what was going on inside. They take their phone out. But you know what they? What? But they always do that. But you know, I mean, if you think of every case, they always find some type of like justification. Well, you know, which we didn't see what happened before. You know, the part that we saw that was on camera. You know, yeah. like, every case. Um, so clearly, there's a couple of things. One, 
this lady showing her color. Because this, this is a routine thing where it's like, well, let's wait till we find out all the evidence. Let's not jump to conclusions. But like she, this person says, uh, wait until we see the police camera footage. There's no police camera footage. What are you talking about? It's like there's no footage. I want to know who the... I don't know who the 35 people who are that like yeah, the most. There's 35 morons. <laughs> 35 morons. And I guarantee you, if you click, what in if the you world, click on their page, they're out of a bunch of eggs. They have no have probably like no followers. And they probably have allegiance to certain politicians. And so um, that irritated me. But my gosh, people were going in on this lady. Absolutely going in, and it wasn't even like our. It wasn't even black folks. It was like white folks. It was going in on her. Um, it just, it just like how can you? It's clear as day what happened here, but they're, they're going to try to like saw this man's name. They're going to try to pull out any type of dirt they can to justify the killing, and um, that it like that, I just I'm sick of that. I'm really I'm sick of that. You know, it's like it's, yeah. there's no there's no reason to do that to do so at all, and um, I'm just tired, man. I'm tired of seeing that mess. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of that being the response. Instead of just being like, "Oh, it's horrible," but let's find out what really happened. The guy don't have a gun on him, and they shot him point blank with a shotgun. What what's there to like? What's what's there to like? Um, to understand. All right. I, unfortunately, social media gives so many people who are uneducated on topics and uneducated on on stories like this the platform to just say, just say whatever the hell. Just say whatever they want. <laughs> just say whatever. Yeah. Not, it's it's like I said, they they were dragging her, um, and she hasn't responded yet. So I'm assuming out of one, she ought to like actually saw the footage and like you know just wisely not say anything else. Which it's better to be like, I'm wrong. That was horrible. I made a mistake and be done with it. But no, they're just not gonna, you know, they're gonna swallow their, not gonna swallow their pride. They're probably not gonna yeah. let them say, oh, I no. was wrong. Because this person thing is, because obviously this person thought it was like a police involved shooting, and it's not. So they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They just they saw what Taylor Swift said, and you know they saw the word worshipfully motivated, and that triggered them. So. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. Made an assumption, and now yeah, we'll see what happens. This, man, twenty twenty, like twenty twenty, has just been a shit year. I can't wait for us to get to like twenty twenty one. It's just it's, it's like every every time we think things can't get any worse, something else happens. Now we got some murderous hornets. These giant ass hornets that I seen pictures of, like what the hell is this shit? I, I hate to make light of this, but uh, the other day I saw a uh, I saw a meme that featured uh, Doctor Evil from Austin ah. Powers, <laughs> and uh, he basically the the meme was saying something to, to the extent of, uh, you know, the people have gotten over coronavirus. <laughs> Uh, release the uh, yeah. I, you know what the, the, the <laughs> Simpsons <laughs> the Simpsons apparently predicted this also because there's been a clip that's been floating around where um, you know the black doctor uh, on the Simpsons I can't I, I don't you know I don't know anyone's name on it on that show 
but apparently there's a some type of flu that came from um that came from Asia, and they were look asking for they were pleading for the vaccine, and people were going crazy over the vaccine, and so so there's a truck, uh where, I guess the doctor said that the vaccine is like it's gonna it's gonna it's in the truck or what have you, and the people start rushing the truck and they get a crate thinking this is vaccines, and it's a hornet's nest, and everybody started getting attacked by hornets. I'm telling you, that's just crazy. I don't well, know how it, to... What the thing is, but 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 they've been here though. That's that's what like a lot of people now understand. Like they they uh like the first time I seen like stories about them. This was back in like 2015, 16. Mm-hmm. Something, but they but they they were calling them because they're also known as uh the Japanese hornets. Yeah, as, I, as I well. feel like this is not the first mm-hmm. time I've heard of those. Yeah, yeah, they, they they've been here. You know, I mean, it's just another distraction that they're throwing in our ways. Because what was the other thing like a week ago that they just threw out there about the UFO sightings? You oh, know, man, look, man, oh, yo, I got, <laughs> I can tell you this story real quick, man. What you see? No, I I gotta tell you this story. <laughs> I had a dream, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I had I had this dream that uh. I was like, okay, so I was like playing Mario Kart with my brother. All right. And it's about 12 30 at night. And so I'm playing Mario Kart and I look at the window, it's dark. Then I look at the window again, it's bright as day. And the sun is out and everything is bright. And like I see like this, this, like a planet is close by to our atmosphere. Hmm. Something big, something like massive, like something like, holy shit, what's going on? And so I hear my mom like screaming, "Hey, Carlos, turn into uh, turn into on CNN. We're being invaded." I'm like, "Being invaded?" And she says something like, "Aliens, we are being invaded by like aliens." And so I look outside and I see like like three moons out my at my window door, like in the in the sky. So somehow in the dream, I'm like walking. I'm at a school somehow. Me and this girl's walking. This girl apparently she's she's pregnant, and so I'm just like, you know, we hear on the news that like the freak, uh, the government's going, the government got a plan for like the aliens. So I guess we're going to have like a whole Independence Day site type scenario, and so I guess we just try to get ourselves ready. Uh, <laughs> but the problem was, <laughs> the aliens showed up a little sooner than I guess we thought they were going to show up. So they all start appearing in the freaking air. And so what these aliens look like, right? They look like freaking baby dolls that you would give to like a toddler. What in the world? They all look the same. <laughs> they all look the same. Like three of them appeared in the air. Like cabbage patch these, dolls? Something like cabbage patch dolls. Yeah, something like that. Wow. <laughs> and they all had these weird grins on their face. And so and they had these weird looking guns. And I'm like, holy shit, we're too late. We're doomed, and so one jumps goes flying into like the school that we're in, and like crashes in like a horrible landing, crashes into like the window, into the wall, and so it's me and the girl who's like pregnant, right? And like the alien, the baby, the doll baby is looking. It's a massive doll too. It's not. It's not just like a small. It's not like a Chucky doll. It's like a big ass doll, like the size of a freaking husky. All right, with a big ass head, and it looks the way of the, the girl, but somehow, I don't know why, I distracted, I just distracted the freaking alien and it turned its attention to me. And as it raised to like 
grabbed me. I jump out of my dream and like fall out of my bed. Boom. Hard as hell on the floor. That I, I don't know what the hell that was. But I think I I I contributed to watching uh, the movie Deep Impact recently. And uh the UFO uh, sighting that I was reading about, but the shit was fucking crazy. I'm gonna say first off, I like the soft saying that uh, that sound pretty cool, <laughs> and then secondly, uh, the, the the girl that's pregnant with the baby in the story is it uh is it yours? It's not my baby. Oh, <laughs> you know what? You know what? I was you know you know you know what? I was scared. I was like, holy shit! What what on earth? I was sweating. I was like I had to think back. I was like. Doing this, doing this quarantine situation. Have have I, have I done anything that that I would, would incriminate me, or be a, like a foreshadowing of things to come? That's wild. And uh, and so yeah, that dream scared the fuck out of me. That is wild. So, uh, so yeah, that that that, that was that dream. I didn't mean to go on that little tangent. I'm glad you thought it was cool. It was a cool for me because <laughs> by the way, my my bed is like pretty high off the floor, and so that was a pretty. Pretty little drop. <laughs> like I when I when I fell, like I, thankfully I didn't fall flat and like hit my head. That would have been a disaster because I'd be like knocked out cold. But I lay I, when I I jumped up, kind of like I yelled, like, ah! and then like I fell, but I fell and like I guess my elbows broke my fall. Yeah, that makes sense. And so I guess it wasn't the um, fall that hurt, but the part where you hit the floor, huh? Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't hurt. I was more shocked that I was more like relieved that one it was a dream because the the damn dog stretched his freaking arms out like about twelve feet to grab me, and I jumped back and like you know and off the bed. So, mm-hmm. speaking of beds, uh, apparently Earl Thomas and his brother got caught in bed having a threesome or orgy with God knows who. And Earl Thomas' wife caught him because Earl Thomas' wife, because Earl Thomas left his location on his Snapchat. Which I, first of all, I didn't know people still use Snap, Snapchat. And I didn't know you can like really use your location. I didn't know that as an option. You know, so. Uh, what's, what's weird about that story is, well, one thing is like, yeah, I was hoping there was a video that was going to pop up from this. I was really hoping for a video. Um, thankfully, a video of uh, her holding him at gunpoint? I <laughs> no. <laughs> I wanna, no. I kind of I low-key want to see like who like who like who was involved in the orgy outside of uh, Earl Earl oh, and his brother. <laughs> I'm sure you can I'm sure you can probably find him in porn, huh? <laughs> I wanted to see what kind of, I wanted to see what kind of what kind of uh what kind of girls they were they were uh, you know, putting it on. Because um, that's the thing I wanted to know. I didn't care about the rest of the show. I, like, I don't care. I don't care about this. I said, I want to see, how, you know, I want to see what these women look like. <laughs> but, you know, I, hey. I, find it, I, find it kind of, I find it kind of weird that uh, he'll be, you know, involved with orgy with his, brother, his brothers in the room. I, can't, I couldn't do anything like that with my sibling in the room. I mean, you say that now, but when there's liquor and marijuana involved, uh, women, you know, <laughs> you'd be surprised. I, I guess so. I guess so. I <laughs> I, I, I couldn't. I, I'd tell my. I'd probably be like, man, nah, nah, bro. You gotta, gonna have to go. Gonna have to 
find another room, man. You, you can't be in the same <laughs> fucking room. Damn it. And that believe's not going to be on the same bed. I, like, even when you see videos like that, it's like, you know, I know there's one bed, but it's like, I, like so I don't know the rules to a threesome. Yeah, just but, just, just don't just don't be holding in conversation with them. <laughs> <laughs> keep your keep your keep your eyes on the objective, my brother. <laughs> but no, that all kinds of mess. And yeah, gunpoint. Oh my god! Man, I, wish, I, I wish there's I, I wish there's a video that popped up. I really wish there was a video. Um, this is so anyway. crazy with celebrities. I mean. The, the thing, and I mean, athletes are basically celebrities too, so they count. Yeah. But, uh, you know, these athletes and celebrities spend so much time on the road. So it, I think for the most part, it's obvious that they're, I'm sure there's some good faithful ones out there, but, it, you know, when you're away from your family and you're away from your wife for that long, you just have to imagine that it's just, it's easy for them. So a situation like this where, you know, here at least in this case, Earl Palmer shouldn't be home. I'm, I'm, I mean, excuse me, shouldn't be on the road. He should be home. It, it's just, it's crazy yeah. to me that it's, this is something that's happening in the off season. Now, if this was something that happened during the regular season, not that it's acceptable, it, but it would make more sense because, you know, it, it'd likely be, be on the road. situation yeah. where he's on the road. You know, on the other side of the country, you know, on an away game or whatever. But man, it's, it's the life of—I don't envy being a celebrity, <laughs> not at all. Look here, I would love to be a celebrity just for the. <laughs> no, no, you know, but look here, I'll put it this way: I see no point of being in the public light and being married. I don't. I don't see the. Like, I don't see the point. I just don't see the like when Robert Griffin the third was here, and he got married almost within the first year. I was like, "Why are you doing that? You're setting yourself up for failure, because you know very well that you're gonna be traveling uh, across country, going to these different cities, and you're gonna have all type of women coming at you. Even though he, you know, he's a goofy looking dude, but he, gonna, but he at the time he was like the, the hottest shit in yeah, the country at the time. So you know, it's, and like in his the girl he was, you know, the girl he was dating he. he who he, uh, you know, who eventually he married and then left. You know, she was, eh. You know, she was, eh. She was, eh. Average. She was, yeah, I, 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 that's being polite to me. That, that's being polite. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, why do that? Why do that to yourself? And so I don't see the point. Yeah. Until you're like absolutely ready. It's like, you know, when you're out the limelight and like, you know, just, Sit back and chill, like y'all. I don't see the point. So, uh, and again, I'm not. I'm not saying you know, it's I, acceptable that Earl, Earl Thomas no, is no. out here with a wife and still cheating, having freaking parties and shit. But <laughs> you, you know, it, it, it's, <laughs> maybe I'm just envious. Maybe like, damn, how can I just? I'm not married to anybody. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not tied down. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just a messy situation. Man. <laughs> But let me tell you right now, if if that if you know if your girl is that level crazy, you know. And so he most likely knew that she was on that level where she would pull out a piece and like have you at gunpoint. Oh, yeah. There's he no knew, way. He been knew no that. Way that he been knew that. There's no way it caught him by surprise that that happened. So he was willing to die for this pussy. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> you know, hey, I just call him. Like, he was ready to die for that shit. So, um, we'll see how that plays out. I know he was supposed to like, do a whole like apology. I don't care about that shit. You know? Yeah, hopefully, this, hopefully they're able to work it out. Yeah, I don't care. Just, just send the video to um, you, um, Pornhub, and we'll be good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Any of y'all saw The Last Dance? <laughs> oh man, thing is, it's addictive. Yeah, what, what, what are I'm we so, gonna do when they uh stop it? Yeah, it's only only time well, ends. Yeah, I know. How many episodes? It's only like two more left. Oh, uh, was it four more, four more. episodes yeah, left? Four more. Yeah. Oh really? I didn't know that. I thought it was. I thought it was close to the end. Um, this past weekend, I missed like this weekend's episode. Nah, ten parts. Uh, I I I love it. I love it. And what I love about it, um, so what I love about it is, it gives younger people an opportunity to see how the NBA used to be. Uh, like there are players that are better than LeBron, Steph, KD. You know, the reason why Jordan is considered the goat by a lot of people. Like you understand that you understand how defense how nasty defense used to be back in the day, how when you played a team like the bad boy Pistons, they were going to kick your ass. And guess what? The referee's not going to blow that whistle. So it's like, it's a different league. And like, I know people are saying like, well, oh, LeBron would have been able to handle those guys uh, in that era. Like, you don't know that. You don't. You know, LeBron, you know, and I'm not even, I'm not going to sit here and be like a LeBron hater, but let's, let's keep it real. LeBron flops a lot. A lot of these players flop a lot. You know, you know, you can't, you know, you can't you can't pull that shit off in that era. Didn't that uh, Dennis Rodman like make a, like a some type of like comment about LeBron? Like if you were playing against him, how he would like have him like locked up all game or something. I, I believe so. Also, I saw that Dennis Dennis Rodman episode, and Dennis Rodman was a crazy motherfucker right there. That dude till went into like the office and told Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan. Ending a couple of days off. Oh yeah, <laughs> and Mike and Michael was like, "If you let Phil, if you let him go, he ain't gonna come back in four days." <laughs> that dude was gone for, I think, what two weeks. Yeah, and, had, and Michael and Michael had to go find him in Vegas with a butt naked uh, Carmen Electra, who I must say still looks good at her age. Yes, indeed. Uh, I was like, my goodness, I remember when she was on um, <laughs> Single Out, what back on MTV, man. I was like, my gosh, are you? And I forgot they were like they were married. Oh yep. wow. That's another dude. That Robin lived a wild life. I'm like, damn. And like had me thinking, like, if you had to if you were to ever be in someone's entourage, who would who entourage would you want to be in? You know. And I say I want to be in Dennis Robin's entourage. Yeah, he did he did a lot of <laughs> he did a lot of wild stuff. But you know, um, something I don't know, something we should uh Something to think about, but no, the the show is like put as well is put together really well, and like it just gives you know. I remember Trey Young said something like two weeks ago where he was like, in a tweet, he said, I don't know, after uh, watching like the first two episodes, he might have to reconsider uh, putting Michael as number one and LeBron second. And I'm like, damn, Trey. Damn. That's just you being young. That's just yeah, you being young. That's, just, uh, that's 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 a young because that's a, that's not just whoa, whoa, whoa. so so what do you what do you say? So he was saying he's thinking about putting Michael Jordan as number one and LeBron second. Yeah. And you're saying 
that's just him being young. Right, because because uh, I mean, basically yeah, saying initially, and, yeah, he thought he thought LeBron is probably the best. He probably think LeBron's the best ever. Yeah. but him, but also Trey Young's like twenty one years old, so Trey Young wasn't around to see Michael in his heyday. Okay, he only probably seen he only seen YouTube videos, and he didn't Trey Young didn't see no playoffs. By the time by the time Trey, even when Michael goes to like the Wizards, uh, Trey is barely born, if if not. You know, he's he's not around this for that, so he wasn't definitely around for like you know the heyday of the dominance of the Bulls. So he doesn't know. Just like a lot of people, a lot of kids, just they know of Jordan. They know, they buy the sneakers. They may see a couple of YouTube videos, but they don't know any of the context of the backstories to like these games and how things used to be. That's why I like. That's why I really like the show. I mean, um, yeah, but see, that's that's how I come like the whole conversation of like who's the best ever. It's, it's really like irrelevant because it's all like generational because I mean, that's just like somebody before us, you know, saying that somebody like uh, a Dr. J or like a, a Wilt Chamberlain or somebody, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it, I think it's, it's just generational. You know? it, it is. It is. And uh, I think at one point I was like, I, well, I always understood like the significance of Magic Johnson and how good Magic Johnson is. Because some people say Magic Johnson before Jordan, Magic Johnson was like the best player ever. Yeah, um, yeah. Magic and Magic and Larry. Yeah, and so yeah. And then even and it, but in Magic and Larry saved the league. They literally saved the league because the league was dying. Like people don't realize that the league in the eighties was dying. Remember, and then also like in the seventies, it seemed like everybody was winning the title. Like the the Hawks has the Hawks have a title. But they're not the Atlanta Hawks. They're like the St. Louis Hawks. Mm-hmm. But the franchise has a title. Like the the uh, the Bullet have the title. Like the Wizards have a title. And like everybody was winning titles back then in the seventies. And like the is like in. But unfortunately, I think the ratings were bad. And like I think they had like another league also uh, competing with them at the time. But it was Bird and Magic that saved the league. They literally saved it. And so. Uh, I think people like people don't realize how the the league how it is today. It wasn't like always like that. And during the nineties, every team was tough. Every team was tough. No one, you know, no one. Every, every team was like a bully, you know. And there was no easy, um, there was no easy wins, and nobody were friends. Oh, and no. I mean, that's the right. biggest. And that I mean that's the biggest takeaway I, I took from it. Uh, well, the biggest reminder. I was saying it from the day one. Like, why should I? Team up with you after you beat me in the series. No, fuck you. I want to beat you next week. Same next year. Right. Same team. Everybody, everybody wanted to prove who was the the best. You know, I mean, it was super competitive. You know, um, like like Jordan. Like that's that's what I took from the documentary with with, with Jordan was that the fact that he just is simple. Simply put, he just did not want to fucking lose. You know, so it's like fighting to the death. You know, I'm. I want to be the last man standing, and, and he and he proved it. You know. Yeah, I mean, I did I did appreciate, um, especially in the eighties, where it's like I think the Bulls just barely got into the playoffs, and they had to play. They played at I think the eighth seed, but they had to play the number one seed Celtics, and how he really like showed out in that series, and then later on when he had to go up against the Pistons. 
and just how ruthless the Pistons was. Like, my gosh, that team was <laughs> like. But I was watching. I was watching that same episode with my mom. Uh, my mom, who uh, is not the biggest sports fan, but she would tell you in the '80s she could not stand the Boston Celtics. She couldn't stand Larry Bird. She knew every when this when that episode came on uh, when the Bulls were playing the Celtics. She was able to name every Celtic player on that team. Every person that popped up on the screen, she knew their name, and I was stunned. I was just like, "Whoa, who is this lady? And how did she know all this stuff?" But she apparently it was a thing where like everybody hated uh, Boston and everybody hated Bird. Uh, wow! But but the, she also knew about the bad boys, Pistons. Like she was calling those names out too. I was just very, again, this is my like my mom does not follow sports, but like I guess in her younger days she used to follow sports because I guess you know, I guess my parents, my dad was a basketball player, like played ball. But um, um, so I guess if you're watching it, she's gonna watch it. But yeah, those 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 uh bad boys team, man, they were nasty, you know. So um, they they will beat you up, and then you will feel it the next day. If you ain't feeling it when you leaving the arena already, <laughs> yeah. Uh, them Detroit Pistons were no joke. So yeah, um. That's about does it for tonight. Uh, can I uh, get you guys uh, just just, just a, a opinions of uh, sure. seeing like uh, like Sturford, uh, thing, like floating around and stuff about uh, Mike Tyson uh, apparently making a comeback. I saw that he needed to sit his ass down. <laughs> making making a comeback in what way? Uh, you haven't seen the box. Yeah, I mean, like the dude's in shape. I mean, it was like a video that surfaced of him. Get out of here! Yeah, at fifty three. Oh nah, man, I don't, I'm, I don't support that at all. No, look here, look here, look here. Now, Mike Tyson. I, I mean, I, I told my coworkers this a while back. I said one day out of the blue, I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna take a punch from Mike Tyson. You're going and to take. Boss at me, whoa, you say you're you're going to take a punch from Mike Tyson? I no, I said I think I think I could take a punch from from Mike Tyson. Oh, you... and I, I think I, I think no, I think no. Listen, listen. I said because I think the I think my 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 boss said, and I quote, "Carlos, you will die immediately." And I was like, I think I think I can go at least one round. Shit. If it, if it, if it's like, it like a one if it's like a one round in a minute, it's like a minute and let's say a minute and thirty. I was like, I could probably hang in there. And everybody in my department was like, Carlos, he could not. No, no. That man, even at this age, he will knock your head off. He will knock most people's head off. He'll knock all of our heads off. He'll knock all of our head off. And then, like, I think I saw a video of him, like, sparring recently. And I was like, what the hell was I thinking? This dude is going to kill me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, so, but that means, because he's a fighter, and, like, he's obviously – he wants to fight is always a fight. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to square up against a banner Holyfield at his age. Like no, you know that dude was still fucking knock, knock you out. I wasn't. Sure, I'm not too sure how true that one was, but I saw that one come up yesterday about uh, Holyfield eventually uh, throwing his hand, uh, his hand in the ring too. And, uh, no, that's not true. No, that's not. I'm about to say yeah. I think people are exaggerating now, but uh, but I think the one with Tyson, man, I think he he really. It has something to prove, you know. I mean, especially in response to uh, Deontay Wilder, with Deontay Wilder 
said about him before he had uh, fought Ferg. Oh, that's just sour grapes. That's all that is. That is just <laughs> sour. Because Tyson, Tyson openly said he thinks Fury is going to knock out Wilder. Uh, and he liked he liked uh, Fury's uh, boxing style more than uh, Wilder. Wilder just those haymakers, and he hasn't really. He, he, I remember I know what you're talking about because Tyson just don't like uh, Wilder's style of fighting. And he's uh, he's one dimensional, and so I see where uh, Wilder could like feel some type of way that Mike Tyson like is not supporting him. But Fury, let me tell you, Fury was just he saw what happened in that fight. Fury. Butcher that man. And so, you know, that's sour grapes. But no, Tyson should not fight anybody. I don't want to see that nonsense. If you know, if Tyson wanna fight somebody, they don't fight Floyd Mayweather. How about that? Oh my gosh. I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> how about how about that? The only thing I the only way I could see it working is if it was some kind of say like uh I don't even I don't even know. Cause who even can match up with Tyson? It had to be some kind of celebrity thing. Like how they did the how they Celebrity did that. death match. <laughs> I, I mean, sh- sure, something like that. Like how they did that Logan Paul versus KSI thing. It, oh, you know, where oh, yeah, two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two yeah. random internet celebrities who, I mean, you know, I'm not going to say random. They have a bunch of, they have a bunch of followers. Whatever, yeah, they got but it, 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 I, I could see it being on that kind of stage. I can't see it being like a, a fucking Gervonta Davis, you know, versus Mike Tyson or somebody, you know, somebody who's, Major in boxing right now, taking on yeah. Tyson. I can't see that happening. It just doesn't seem realistic at all. Yeah, just because. And by the way, his uh, his podcast is actually pretty good. Uh, I normally don't talk about other people's podcasts, but his is actually not not bad, not bad. Uh, I have to do it here and there. Um, so, yeah, I I don't. He's not coming back. He don't need to come back. He needs to sit down and just. Uh, chill out. Oh, one, one more thing. Uh, shout out to uh, President, former President President Obama and First Lady Michelle, because they're gonna do a virtual commencement for all the 2020 graduates from high school and um, college coming up. I think that's this weekend, if I if I recall. Um, for everybody who can't have a graduation due to uh, the COVID nineteen situation, uh, so that's kind of cool. That's actually, that's really cool. Um, so yeah, that about does it for tonight. Uh, Darius, where they can follow you at? They can follow me at the underscore game eight three six on Twitter, on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitch. Holla, at your boy. Yeah, me, and you, I'm telling you, man, when are you gonna cop on the uh, the uh, card again, man? Every hey, time, man, I'm, every... I'm on card all the time, and I never see. And Rice World logged on, so that's, that's you're right. You're, you're you're you know you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm, so either good. either you hiding from me, or something's wrong with your with your Xbox, which that wouldn't surprise me. That's not that's not the case. Yeah, you know I I, I, I gotta stop. I got look here. I gotta stop following these um be on these damn fan only fan pages and shit. I'm sorry. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> breaker, where can they follow you at? You follow me on uh, Breaker Breaker One Nine on Instagram. All right, and you can follow me um, at that brother Los on IG or Twitter. If you want to be on the show, which is fairly easy these days, all you gotta do is do is like hit us up, and we'll do the rest since we're isolated from our studio. 
Uh, you can email us at yesanotherpodcast at gmail.com. You'll follow us on social media on Instagram at yes another podcast and on Twitter, yes another pod. So until next time, and remember to be safe, uh, stay healthy. And wash your hands. Wash your hands, you nasty motherfuckers. Get under them fingernails too. A little Sam's yeah. Oh, oh man, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. Cause there's some, there's some, yeah, that dirt under your fingernails, there's some nasty shit right there. I'm telling you. I can't I can't tell you how often I see that. You know, especially if I see a girl with dirty fingernails. Oh my god. Oh man. That's a that's a turn off for loaves, ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me. Get the, I'll pay for them. I'll pay for that. You to go to the nail salon when the nail salon open up, and you can't be those nails can't be looking crazy. That's a little sugar daddy ish. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, we have we ain't reached that level yet. We ain't reached that level yet. But, <laughs> but so until next time, we out.